Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 43 of Speaking from the Heart. Today, we're going to talk about something that is really personal, not only for just you, but me as well. And that is being able to say the word no. I know... I know, I know. It sounds so negative. Saying no to a lot of things. No, I will not go to that job today. No, I will not do that for you. No, I cannot physically, mentally, emotionally, socially do all these things that you're asking me to do. No, 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 no. And yet, that power of saying no can oftentimes be the ways in which we give ourselves excuses to not do something. Now, I am not advocating in this episode that I am saying that no should never be used. I think that there are times that you have to say that two-letter word in order for us to be able to have some balance, to have some comfort to be able to have boundaries for some of the things that we often get ourselves into, whether that's personal relationships, work relationships, or projects that we have to do, or anything in between that we need to take a step back and be able to work on some of the things that have to be done first. But I feel that many times as a culture, especially in the United States, often use the word no to try to create some of this best version of ourselves. In which we might be thinking, oh, if I just kept saying no to that person, they will eventually go away. Does that sound familiar? You probably do that every time that the salesperson that is calling you from the other end, especially from another country, is trying to sell you a product or service that you don't need. Ever heard of your car's extended warranty? I know I've got plenty of those calls, and I know where the red button is on my phone to hang up. But I know that that can be disturbing and also tedious to continuously say no when you probably don't even know why you're saying no in the first place. And that's really what I'm talking about more today in this episode when it comes to why we always say no instead of saying yes. But there are some conditions with my yes. Because we can look at the cup half full or we can look at it half empty. Can we be pessimistic or can we be optimistic about the advantages and disadvantages of saying yes versus no? And I think that we need to be able to express ourselves when we're trying to say something that is of great dissatisfaction or displeasure in the many types of situations that we face. For example, especially when we go to the grocery store and if you ever use the self-checkout line, you might be faced with the question, do you want to donate to this charity and round up your total to the nearest dollar so that you don't have to pay any cents? Believe it or not, that technology, let alone that prompt, oftentimes allows people to feel that they have a sense of wanting to say, yes, I want to be able to help that charity, or no, I just want to keep the extra cents because the extra cents add up. But even if you don't contribute to charity or you do, contribute to charity. It doesn't change who you are. You might be doing it maybe once in a while because, yeah, you're feeling pretty generous today. Or now, you just can't do it today, but maybe down the road. But I think that we need to take a step back sometimes 
and see if we're always saying no or if we're always saying yes, that maybe, just maybe, there might be a bigger problem in our own lives. Perfect example of what I've been through in my life includes always saying yes to every single thing that was presented in front of me. Being able to say, I want to be able to do this because I want to be able to prove myself in your eyes in front of other people. Or always saying yes to the fact that I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And not only do I want to prove you wrong that I could do it, but I got other people that I want to show up so that I can let them know that they passed over a good person. And that's why I'm going to say yes. But the power of saying no helps you not just with those boundaries, not just with the ways in which we're able to create some of those opportunities, those relationships, that confidence in our life. It can change the approach and the ways in which we handle a variety of different daily interactions. Think of it as almost a ticker. Every time that you put a tick mark on the sheet of paper of the times that you say yes or no, which if you want to do that, even after listening to this episode, definitely do that. You might be surprised by how many times that you say yes and no throughout the day. But you want to be able to understand that there is always an opportunity to say yes, but also don't have that negative connotation that goes alongside of it. And it means being able to understand and provide maybe not just an understanding of who you're talking to, your audience, which I often talk about in my business with my clients that are going through public speaking. How do you frame that message so that it has the effective emotional power and delivery? But you also want to understand who you are exactly talking to. Will they be able to understand the answer of yes or no? Will they be able to understand whether those answers that you do provide are actually creating some of those understandings of what you want to communicate to them? I think that we need to understand as a whole that everybody is different. And the ways in which we process this information, let alone the ways in which we process decision-making in our own lives, can have severe rippling effects throughout many of the different types of opportunities, discussions, maybe even participation within teams and sports and even social activities for that matter, simply because of the ways in which we frame our yeses and no answers. But being able to express something that is on your mind doesn't necessarily mean going to a thought process of having to be angry all the time, which I know for much of my life, I would often say no to people, especially when there was an emotional reaction to it because of the way in which they presented it to me. And that was not just because of the autism diagnosis I personally have been provided in my life, but it's also been due to the fact that I've been let down so many different times in my own life of thinking that this is always going to be the answer that I have to give because of what I'm feeling and expressing to others that I had this default reaction built in every time that prompt came up. Think of it as almost a social script, which if you read about this in psychology books and other things, it's really about having a framework for yourself in order to be able to communicate with a default response. 
Does that sound familiar? It might because it also sounds like having a stereotypical response. Now, I don't want to go to that quite of extreme because for some people, having that social script helps them to provide a level of comfort and also being energized to be able to say, I know that things are going to be okay if I just use this prompt. And some people, especially with the way in which our brains operate, need to have that available to them so that they don't have that response that comes back to them and says, yeah, I want to be able to have this response, but I'm going to react in a very negative way as a result. I know that for many of us, we often want to think that saying no can be a liberating feeling, but what if we were able to say yes? But there's a couple things that I want to discuss with you before I say yes. What if we start to say it that way as opposed to just saying flat out no? Because think about the word no. Just a small little word in the English language, which is translated into multiple languages, mostly being shorter in sense, still has a powerful rippling effect that has caused civilizations, let alone different tribes across the world, to go to war over the word no. Because of something that is really a powerful word in itself, which could have been framed in a completely different way. Even politicians, diplomats, have to be careful of using the word no, which is why you often hear about this in the news as not really the best response to give. But what if we're able to say in our own lives that, yes, we are willing to help you out, or yes, I am willing to give you that extra change I have in my pocket to that charity of choice, by just simply saying yes, but I also want to say a couple things about this so that you understand why I have some reservations or concerns. I know those are extra words and it means spending extra time talking about those words. But the point of the matter is this. We have lost sometimes in our ways of talking with others about the ability to create not just the ways in which we can communicate with each other so that we can fully appreciate and understand where we're coming from, but more importantly, I feel that we have lost our way of being able to articulate, to be able to establish points so that we know where that person, place, or thing is coming from so that we're able to be prepared for what's yet to come. But having that language, having that way in which we're able to talk to others, having that ability to be able to conversate, be able to discuss why we have these different points of view, can certainly go a long way than just simply cutting the discussion off by simply saying that two-letter word. What if we use the three-letter word and we're able to also use it in a way that allows us to have a bigger, broader conversation about our differing viewpoints. Let's face it. We sometimes don't know where to even start with that conversation, and that's a whole other topic in itself that maybe we'll explore in a future episode. But what I really want to narrow on is the fact that sometimes we have this duty, this obligation to be able to protect ourselves, and I will always be an advocate for people that have ever gone through such a terrible situation that they need to say no. There might be trauma behind it, there might be reasons as to why, and they might not be completely forefront about what those reasons are. 
And that doesn't mean that they're less of a person, nor should we give ourselves an excuse to attack or discriminate against them. That is not the reason to be able to use the word no and have these ways of saying that we need to be all-powerful or have the upper hand, as often many leaders, even business leaders for that matter, think that they need to always be on top of everyone else. That is never a good excuse to be able to trample on other people and their viewpoints. Because that has happened to me time and time again, being fat-shamed growing up, along with being harassed about my speech impediment that I had growing up that I still struggle from time to time with, let alone how I process things because of my autism diagnosis. That doesn't mean that I'm excusing that I have all these things because what I'm doing in my own life, as even a coach for that matter, is learning how to adapt and to grow into those different perspectives. That is what true understanding of using the word yes means. Yes, I would love to help you, but I have these things that I'm working through and I want you to just know what's going on so you might have a deeper appreciation of what I'm dealing with. If we're able to just understand what that other person's viewpoint is and be able to understand the ways in which we can say yes to them and engage them in a thoughtful conversation, maybe we will be able to find our voice in this ever-changing world. Because we have been able to do that for hundreds, even thousands of years. Sometimes it takes hundreds and thousands of years to be able to get to that table. And usually, generations have to go by before we ever get to sit down to have that conversation. But there's one big catch that's happened in the last 30 years of our lives, and that has been the rise of information technology. We can use that power that we have now been able to harvest for good or for bad. And I oftentimes see, even on Facebook, even on LinkedIn, even on X, formerly known as Twitter, about all these different groups of people that want to antagonize and even disrespect others because they want to say no and they want to be heard as the loudest no in the room. But you know what the problem is with that? They never said yes, but I have some concerns that I want to state as well. We are all guilty of it, and it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. It doesn't matter what you come from as a cultural background. It doesn't matter what your social standing is. All those things, even all the rights that we have in this world, doesn't excuse the fact that we can be stuck in this bubble, this stereotypical bubble, that we have to break the cycle in order to create some of the things in our lives that we truly want to seek out. But it all starts with being able to say to ourselves that we want to change the discussion. And we can do that. We each have that power to be able to do that. We are capable of being able to change that two-letter word into a three-letter word and being able to voice what's on our mind. Because we can say yes instead of always saying no. We can create a way in which we can provide value and inspiration to others. We can help each other create the best opportunities that we ever sought in our life. But it means being able to be respectful 
and to be able to get to the other side of that conversation that we're going through, no matter what that other person or place or that thing is trying to say to us. Because here's the deal. We are not just using our voice for good, but we can use our voice for evil, and we need to learn to step away from that evil side of us. We have the ability to not just express our dissatisfaction and our displeasure by simply using the nonverbal tools that our ancestors used that created some of the biggest wars, let alone some of the biggest disagreements that human history has had. We do have the power of saying yes. And I want to say yes to you because you are worthy of having that yes in your life. I want to be able to say to you that you can inject that personal touch of positivity that is desperately needed because you're worth it. And I think you are worth saying yes to, even if I might have some disagreements along the way. And I am okay with that as long as you're willing to open your mouth, to open your mind, and to open your soul. Because if you're able to do that, the power of yes will always win every single time. Thanks for listening to episode number 43 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.